Happy September, Scott. Happy September. How are you? I'm great. It's our first episode in September, so I have to tell you about my August. (gasps) Yes, please. I successfully read 31 books in 31 days. Holy fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, I think I even was a little bit of an overachiever. I think I ended at 32 books. Goodness sakes. That is amazing. (laughs) And you love every single one, right? Every single one, five stars. Single one, five stars. <laughs> five stars, my ass. No. <laughs> no, they weren't all winners, but I read them all. <laughs> that's all that matters. I mean, that's quite an achievement. And yeah. did you set that goal for yourself? Maybe. Or did it just kind of happen? <laughs> I, I noticed about halfway through the month that I was on pace. So I was like, huh, let me see if I can do this. That's amazing. And I did. And you did. And you one-upped the month. Yeah. Whatever. You, you 32 instead of 31. You one-upped the month. <laughs> I one-upped the month. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's quite the accomplishment. I love it. Yeah. Were the- all of them like, like read on your Kindle or were there some audiobooks? It was a mix, about 50-50 audiobooks and reading on my Kindle. Nice. Well, I think I even read like one or two physical books. Really? Like from yeah. your library? Yeah. 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 That's right. We support <laughs> libraries. We sure do. <laughs> and if you didn't, the library mafia would come after you. <laughs> I got lots of comments on our last episode about the library mafia. <laughs> I saw that. I think you might be uh, onto something. Yeah. I mean, I wish. <laughs> that would be awesome. Like you graduate with your master's in library and information science or studies or whatever, you know, the school calls their program. And uh, then you get a card to the library and mafia. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. I would, you should yeah. start attending graduation ceremonies and giving that out. Hell Yeah. I'd be the weird person, like, here's your plastic card. (laughs) You're part of the librarian mafia now. (laughs) I take back what I said. Don't do that. Especially if you're going to use that voice. (laughs) Yeah, I probably wouldn't use that voice. But, I mean, that would be the, I think, the aura I'd be giving off. Like, if you're just standing there, like, handing out plastic cards to people that say library and mafia yeah maybe maybe we just let people join if they want to okay okay yeah. <laughs> it's like fight club like the first rule of fight club is don't talk about fight club and here we are two episodes in a row talking about <laughs> the library and mafia yes they're gonna come after us but it is us oh yeah <laughs> we well, started I'm, the library i'm not mafia. a librarian so you know it By can't proxy. really be me, but yeah, yeah, I'll be the. You're our the muscle. Con- be- <laughs> Y'all aren't doing any damage, then. We're all talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyways, <laughs> okay.
Well, hello and welcome to the Unsolicited Book Reviews podcast, where we keep it fun and keep it gay. I am your co-host, Scott. And I'm KP. So, KP, let's talk about our last reads. Do you want to go first? You should go first this time. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, Okay, so my last read was uh, New Adult by Timothy Janofsky. It's a three-part, well, I think this is the third book or second book in the series, but it's, they're kind of like standalone books, if that makes sense. Um, So this one, it has like a time, um, time travel element, sort of. Uh, it, have you ever seen 13 going on 30 Yes, with Jennifer Garner? Okay. It's one of, of, I I love that movie. It's so much fun. Uh, so it kind of, it's kind of like that. Um, so it follows this, uh, 20 something year old comedian who is still hasn't quite made it, uh, you know, in, in the field. And so he, sorry, he, goes uh he's at his sister's wedding and uh he has decided to go and work for his sister's company because nothing has happened and he's just like okay i'm gonna do comedy on the side if i can uh because he's been trying for years and nothing has happened um well he gets a call uh during his sister's reception like before he gives his speech and um and after he professes like his love for his roommate who, who he's been in love with, but he gets a call from this like, you know, well-known comedian whose um, uh, intro enter like the comedian before him, you know, pregame. I, I don't know. Opener. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's the word. Uh, <laughs> opener canceled. And so he wants him to come in and open for him. And so he makes the choice of going. Um, it has lots of, he gets back to the wedding late uh, or back to the reception late. Um, and his friend is just like, I can't do the, you know, back and forth. If you always no showing or canceling or, you know, whatnot for comedy. And you're always putting that first and, you know, and then his sister's, you know, very angry and is like, this is the last straw. Like it's happened way too much. Um, and so <laughs> It's uh, the company she works for, I guess, has been like creating these um, weird um, artifacts that can do things. Um, And one of them has to be uh, happens to be these these crystals. And I think it's like seven crystals. And it's about uh, getting everything you want in the future. And so he wishes upon them and follows the rules, puts them under his pillow while he wakes up five years later um, in his, you know, uh, himself, like he wakes up in his body, but five years later, and he can't remember anything that happened in those five years, but he realizes kind of how he has just completely cut himself off from his family and the love of his life and best friend and, uh, you know, all for comedy. And now he's just like, even though he has everything he wants, he's not happy anymore. Uh, and so he ends up finding his, old roommate slash best friend slash uh you know love of his life or whatever and then he helps him try to collect the crystals so he can go back and um he like reconnects well i don't want to ruin it spoil it (laughs) no no spoilers 
no spoilers. But anyway, so uh, he reconnects with him. And so they're going on this journey and, you know, he tries to um, figure out, you know, kind of mend fences without knowing how to mend fences, sort of, because uh, he, you know, lost five years. But yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was really fun. It was it was a uh, queer, gay, all that fun stuff, and time travel, and yeah, <laughs> learn a sounds, lesson. <laughs> that sounds like a good a good time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, is it is it funny? Like, do you get to hear some of his comedy, or is it just some? Yes. Um, so yeah, there are some jokes, but in the future, like you don't really get to hear many of his jokes, uh, because I guess most of them are just ripping on his family and, uh, oh. like they're really bad. Um, oh. yeah. So we don't really hear a lot of that, but the, the author is pretty funny. Like there is lots of humor in it and maybe not all from jokes. So, okay. Yeah. But it, it kind of, it's like very a cool. Yeah. yeah, cute. Yeah, it was and fun. Gay 13 going on 30. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Except for gay 25-year-old going on 30. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about same your last difference. read? Yeah, same difference, you know. Um, My last read is a book called All Night Pharmacy by Ruth Madivsky. And... I mean, as you know, I'm really terrible at explaining what happens in books in general. Um, But the entire time I was reading this book, I was thinking to myself, wait, what is this book even about? Not because I was confused as to what was happening in the book, but just because it was kind of all over the place, a slice of life sort of thing. So I wasn't sure is, oh, is this going to be the central plot point? Oh, is this going to be it? And it it never really was. Um, It deals with addiction, um, figuring out queerness, finding a place in the world. There's a sister rivalry. Um, immigrant parents and grandparents and the narrator uh, she is just kind of dealing with all of this and figuring out like who am I Um, it's sort of a coming of age she's I think at the beginning of the book 18 Um, and then by the end she's older as the passage of time is (laughs) <laughs> that's that that's happens. what happens. <laughs> you don't get younger. <laughs> We're not Benjamin buttoning this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> not this time. Okay, okay. Um, and she's she's an unnamed narrator, so you know, like mm. all the people, their names around her, but you never find out her name, which I think is kind of a little bit powerful because it was kind of like there were pieces of her that could really be anybody um and i just i read it so fast like two sittings because i was just into it even though i had no idea like kind of where what was happening or what where the story was going or anything like that um but i i loved it i did not expect to like it as much as i did because the first beginning part is all just partying and i went to this bar and i took these pills and i went to this bar and i took these pills and i was like oh is this just gonna be an addiction story um but it was so much more than that so 
it was very interesting. And as predicted, I did a not good job of describing it, but no, you did. That's what you got. (laughs) I think you did. I, I very much enjoyed it. Good. Sorry. Gosh, I keep, (laughs) I was not bored. I promise. I just kept getting something in my throat. So we got a froggy on our hands. Yeah, we got a frog. (laughs) Ribbit. (laughs) Don't know why I did that. Uh, Yes. Well, yeah, I think you described it perfectly. It sounds very interesting. So I'm glad it was such a great read for you. Yeah, it was. It was an unexpectedly great read. I love when books turn out to be like that. Yeah. Like at surface level, the kind of all over the place, not really sure what's going on. I usually kind of hate that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. I just, I finished it and I was like, wow, that was so good. Like it's, it's a 4.5 stars for me. That's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. What, what gave it that 0.5 downgrade? Um, because it was so good and I finished it and was like, wow, but I don't think it's something that I'm going to necessarily be like, wow, I want to read that again. (laughs) Or it's not one that I'm going to like, think about all the time. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I promise I wasn't being like a a reading. (laughs) Why did you do this? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll give it five. I'll give it five. (laughs) You should be sorry. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so current reads. uh, Yeah, where are you at? Where am I at? I'm almost (laughs) finished with The Good Daughter by Karen Slaughter. And (laughs) I've talked about Karen Slaughter before. I read Pretty Girls back in 2022, I think. And it was one of my favorite reads. And it was my first book by her. And I absolutely loved it. And now she's become like one of my favorite authors. Uh, This one, it's amazing. (laughs) It's intense. Um, I don't want to. I'm looking it up to see if I read this one or if I read a different one by her. I think you. Sorry, carry on. Um, I think I read Pretty Girls. Yeah, I think you read Pretty Girls too. Uh, so the good daughter is, uh, oh, goodness sakes. Uh, so it's these teen girls, uh, in the beginning. So it's these teen girls and their mom, uh, who like happens to be like this math science genius, but she quit all of that because she wanted to become a mother and her husband, they live in this small town, but he always, uh, he's a lawyer and he always represents the, um, bad guy and the town doesn't always like it whenever you know he gets the who they consider the bad guy off um there is one in particular where uh there's this guy who was put into prison even though he was innocent and rudy um uh rudy rusty uh (laughs) sorry i don't know where rudy came from but anyways uh rusty their dad gets him out of prison and people are not happy in the town. Uh, and so somebody like had burned their house down. Um, and so they 
actually moved into like this old farmhouse where this guy had killed himself. Uh, and so they're just living there. Well, these two masked guys show up and they thought that uh, Rusty was going to be there and that the wife and the two girls were not going to be there. Uh, but they stayed home to help unpack. Uh, so they were the ones who were there. Uh, anyway, so one of the guys is, he's been in trouble a lot with, um, uh, pedophilia. And so, uh, he is gross and disgusting. Uh, but anyway, so they are, they're holding them at gunpoint and the one who is disgusting <laughs> he starts to kind of go after one of like the youngest one and the mom grabs a hold of the rifle. Well, then he shoots it and kills the mom in front of them. And it's like close points. So the description is just intense. Uh, but then they, they take them out into the girls out into the woods. Um, and the oldest one ends up getting shot in the head. Um, and the youngest one uh, runs off. Uh, it's crazy. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so then it's years later and the youngest one, she's an adult now. She's a lawyer. She actually works in the same law office as her dad. Uh, and she is out of school. Um, she accidentally like her and her husband have been separated for nine months and she's accident accidentally she she's at a bar gets too drunk sleeps with somebody and they accidentally switch phones after the incident and so he she's going to the middle school to because he's a teacher there to return his phone and get hers well while they're in his room uh his classroom there uh is a gunshot and well, lots of gunshots. I think there's like ended up being like six and they run out there. Uh, and the principal, uh, is dead along with the eight year old little girl. Uh, and so nobody knows what really happened. Um, and the person who you think is the shooter may not actually be the shooter. Don't know. Or yeah, it, it's, it's, it, it's really intense, but so it's, you know, going along with that storyline on top of, you know, the girls trying to come to terms with all the trauma that they went through. Um, I don't want to give away too much um, because there's lots of twists uh, and I haven't finished yet, but I have like an hour and a half left and I want to finish so badly <laughs> that was a long description but i don't want to give away too much it's a really long book i think it's like 14 hours uh, and i'm listening to it um okay uh but yeah it it's intense like her writing is just you know chef's kiss it's so good yeah i saw that look <laughs> this is one of the authors that we very much disagree on Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Because I absolutely hated her book that I read to the point where I won't even try any of the others. You pretty girls. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that one, like, that was hard to read because, you know, it was all centered around rape. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, in a, like a serial rapist and, and things like that. So it, it was, it was difficult to, to read. And this yeah, one's difficult just, to read in some places. I felt like so much of the violence in it was more for shock factor than mm-hmm. for um, continuing or for plot advancement. That makes sense. Yeah. But maybe it was just because I was like, I don't like this. And I <laughs> decided I didn't like it. So then I was like put off by everything. Who's to say? But that's why, you know, there's different books for different people. That is so true. That is so and true. I'm not going to call you out for enjoying this author because I know a ton of people do. Yes. Yeah. And she kind of uh, is in that realm of psychological thriller and almost horror mm-hmm. um, without, you know, going like supernatural or, you know, paranormal or anything like that. It's all real. Yeah, I would I would call it realistic fiction horror. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was reading all these bad books and I was like, I need a I need a good murder book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm going to read another Karen Slaughter book. And I'm so glad I did because I've been hooked since I started. So, <laughs> Oh, that's good. I am so glad you're enjoying it. And when I give you the little look or the, <laughs> I hope you know, I'm just- I'm just giving you shit. I know. I, know. I can. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I can. I'm just giving you shit because I can. I love it. Yes. Yeah. So what was your last read? Or what is your, I'm sorry, what is your current read? Uh, my current read is also murdery. Um, but I think it's a lot more lighthearted than yours. Um, <laughs> it's called... Magic, Lies, and Deadly Pies by (laughs) Misha Pop, and it's part of the Pies Before Guys mysteries. That's amazing. (laughs) Pies Before Guys. Pies Before Guys. Hell yeah. Um, I will always take Pies Before Guys. Same. I mean, I'll take most anything before, guys, if we're being honest. (laughs) Present company excluded, of course. Oh, me. (laughs) Oh, you. Um, I just started it. It's the first book in this series, and right now there's only two, so I don't know if uh, the Pies Before Before Guys Mysteries is going to take off and be a, a huge series or not um but there's currently two this is the first one uh the main character is a baker specifically pies and (laughs) yeah shocking right (laughs) you thought she was gonna make cakes i know i (laughs) didn't even know pies were gonna be a thing Yeah, I mean, I'm only a few chapters in, but pies seem to be pretty central in this book, which is just shocking. (laughs) Anywho, she's like sort of a vigilante, so she makes these magical deadly pies and delivers them to... Magical deadly pies. Yeah, I'm not sure yet if 
it's magic as in like actually like witchcraft magic or if it's just like she's calling them magic because they do what they need to do um to be determined like i said i'm only a few chapters in um but she gives them to um to guys who deserve them so like in the very first chapter she's delivering a pie to this guy who raped a girl and got basically just community service or whatever um and she goes here you won a contest have this pie and he (laughs) eats it and he goes oh wow this uh, food coma is real and she walks him over to the couch takes all of the rest of the pie and the packaging and all traces of her being there and leaves and he is no more Oh, he dies. Bum, yes. Bum, bum. So, and and she's got like these rules. She'll never kill a woman, no matter how much they may deserve it. She only kills men who are abusive or have done some really terrible things. Um, and that's all I know about the book so far. Well, it but sounds it very seems, interesting. It seems very lighthearted and fun and killing men who deserve it with pies, which all sounds kind of up my alley. Perfect. Yes, <laughs> to, I love it. To read about, not to do. <laughs> yes, to read about. Did we just figure out how the librarian mafia does oh. their... Magical pies. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, now we can't do it because. Oh, <laughs> just... <laughs> shoot. <laughs> Kidding. That sounds actually really fun. I, I, I like the whole idea of um, men getting their comeuppance. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Whenever yeah, they deserve it, seems, it. It seems fun. And I think it's, I don't know. Like I said, I'm so early on in it. I will let you know if it's pans out to be as fun as it seems it's going to be okay i mean i would hope with a pies before I mean, bros with a title. title like that no yeah. pies before guys sorry pies before guys <laughs> goodness sakes pies before bros <laughs> <laughs> has a real ring to it <laughs> yes it does <laughs> Much better than pies before guys. I mean, come on. They don't even rhyme or anything. (laughs) Oh, funny. Uh, Yes, that's fun. Well, I can't wait to hear about what you think about it. Yes. Yes, I'll be sure to let you know. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Anyways, we've had a great time sharing our reads. Uh, We'd love to hear what books you're into as well. Send us your recommendations or even your own book reviews. You can DM us on our Instagram page at UBR podcast or individually. Uh, You can also leave a voice message on Spotify. Yeah, we want to know what you're reading so that we can add it to our TBRs and possibly talk about it on a future episode. Please do. We we would love to share anything that you guys send us. So please do. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're back, bookworms. Now is the time for your favorite game, Buy, Borrow, Boot, which is a literary version of Fuck, Mary Kill, uh, where KP and I, we have selected three books from each other's uh, red lists on Goodreads, and neither of us know which the other has chosen, but we will let you know if we think that you should buy it. 
borrow it or boot it. Uh, or, I mean, if you're into fucking books or marrying books or killing <laughs> books, then, you know, whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about. This just in. Scott will be looking for a new co-host if anybody's interested. I'm sorry. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Anyways, so we'll let you know if you should buy it, borrow, or boot it. Uh, so I think I'm going to ask you first. Are you ready? Uh, okay. Yeah. I always start to sweat during this part. <laughs> well, I hope that you remember all of them. If not, then I'm sure you can look them up on your Goodreads list. I can. <laughs> okay. So the first one is Planning Perfect by Haley Neal. Okay. We Could Be So Good by Kat Sebastian. Okay. And then Love at First Set by Jennifer Dugan. <laughs> okay. Um, I remember all of these. Yay. Yay. It's a miracle. I, I do have to say something really cool. Whenever I was writing Love at First Set, down i accidentally wrote love it for sex <laughs> which i don't know maybe it had that in it but anyway so that love is it for an set. entirely different book <laughs> um okay uh okay. so my kill no boot boot my I see what I did. Oops. You did. You got in my head. My boot is we could be so good. Okay. Um, I absolutely hated this book. <laughs> um, it could have been an email. Um, like it, nothing happened. I was so bored the whole time. Um, this was a book that my book club read. And at the beginning of our book club, we said okay before we jump in like why don't we all hold up how many fingers we rate it and everybody held up fives and fours and i held up a two so <laughs> i am very aware that i'm in the minority here um so if you read the description and it looks interesting to you i would say read it but for me personally it did not do it for me like by the end, I was so resentful that I was still reading it. I should have DNF'd it because I just did not like it. I love that you said it could have been an email. <laughs> Seriously, like we go chapters and chapters and I'm like, did anything happen? No. <laughs> That's awesome. But it was building the ambiance building. I don't know. People liked it. I Yeah, I've seen good things. So and I had to put not, it on oh, here. It's got over four stars on Goodreads, I think, as the average rating. So, like, I am very much in the minority, and I am aware of that. But, like, it just wasn't for me. Yeah. I mean, like we've said in the past, not every book is for everybody. And, like, <laughs> your boo is this book, but it could be somebody's buy. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Even I mean, it wrong. was. No, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, it was basically all male characters and there was no murder. So like, I mean, <laughs> all I, I want in books is like no male characters and murder. And so this book was the opposite of everything I ever want. Yeah. How dare they? Right. Um, so yeah, that's my boot. <laughs> uh, love at first set. 
it's a really funny book cover if you haven't seen it. Um, I, saw it. I liked it. By set, it's like weightlifting set. So on the cover, she is lifting weights. Um, this one, it's a, I think it's a fake dating trope. It's at least one of the like very yeah. It's got to be a fake dating trope, or enemies okay. to lovers. I don't know. It's one of those um, around working out, and she's like trying to press her family. And it was cute. It was fun. There wasn't a whole lot of depth, um, but it just a very cute surface level um, sapphic romance. Okay, is that so that's your... my borrow? Borrow. Okay. Yes. Um, so funny story about that book, actually. Um, I had it on hold at the library while I was out of town on a trip and my flight got delayed. So I wasn't going to be able to pick it up before they put it back on the shelves. So I had my friend Val pick it up and she couldn't find where it was on the hold shelf. So she had to ask one of the librarians and she is a straight woman and um, she picked up this very embarrassing book cover like even for me it's a very embarrassing book cover that's very silly and the library like handed it to her and she was like thanks it's not for me i'm i'm picking it up for a friend <laughs> so that's a very good friend to pick up your book called love at first set <laughs> i love it yes uh planning perfect this is a really cute book about a perfectionist high schooler um, and her mom and soon-to-be stepdad get engaged and they are wanting to um, just have like this low-key wedding and she is a perfectionist, a planner, and she goes over the top trying to plan them this most perfect wedding with all of the like Pinterest boards and she has binders for everything. And it's a really cute uh, family story about um, just coming of age. She is in high school, I think I said. Um, she is asexual, so we get some ace representation. So nice. there's a little bit of um, self-discovery in with it. And it's a really cute story. So that is my buy. Love it. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready <laughs> like for yours? Cute. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're cute. So all two out of three were very cute. And one out of three was rubbish. <laughs> I'm just I am just kidding. It was a beautiful, wonderful story if you're into boring. <laughs> a beautiful, wonderful story if you're into boring. Oh my goodness. Shout out to all the book club girlies who are into boring. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Are you ready for yours? Yes. Okay. The first one is what If It's Us by Becky Albertalli and Adam Silvera. Okay. Second one is Suffer the Children by Craig DeLuey. Okay. And the third one is Shiver by Allie Reynolds. <sighs> okay. Is that face because I picked hard ones to decide or you're trying to remember the books? <sighs> You know, or I both. Don't, 
I remember all of them. Okay. I just don't remember what I rated Shiver. Let's see. Ali Reynolds, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to go with... Goodness. Okay, I'm going to go with Shiver as um, my boot. I... It was just okay. Um, I remember it now, but uh, so it was. So these five friends, they uh, are on or in a remote mountaintop resort uh, during a snow snowstorm. <laughs> during a snowstorm, uh, and so uh, yeah, I, I, it's not very memorable. <laughs> I just thought it was a decent mystery. It was really slow. Uh, and then, and it was very predictable. That's all that I can really remember about it. Um, yeah. So anyways, okay. So that's my boot. Sorry. I don't got a Fair lot enough. to talk about. Uh, no, and then fine. what if it's us? Uh, I'll put as my borrow, which is kind of like a cute, meet cute type of uh you know ya queer story gay story um and it's by you know i love adam silvera who did you know they both die at the end and then becky albertalli who did you know simon versus the homo sapien agenda uh and love those two books uh this definitely is lower middle not lower middle grade lower young adult if that makes sense like it's okay. not too risque or or anything like that it's just very mm -hmm. cute and sweet uh but they're wholesome uh, yeah it's very wholesome thank you uh and it kind of ends with a little bit of a cliffhanger sort of uh and i know that there's a sequel out there i've just yet to to read it but i would like to eventually okay um and then we'll do Suffer the Children. We'll do that as my buy. Um, even though I think I gave that one four stars and I gave What If It's Us five. But uh, I don't always go by rating on this game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so Suffer the Children is, you know, all these children, like uh, children across the world just start dying and they turn into these blood sucking almost vampire like creatures uh and so it's kind of like a post-apocalyptic even though not quite to that level if that makes sense uh like the world has not ended uh it's just <laughs> you know they're trying to figure out like what happens <laughs> uh why is this happening and you know a lot of parents are not wanting to let their children go and so they will let their children you know drink their blood and and everything like that just so that they can keep their oh. children um and you know of course they realize like this is not sustainable uh, I was say, that doesn't sound like a good long-term solution yeah uh and the, because they become hungrier and hungrier and hungrier uh and so you know then government and everything they try to come up with a plan to you know kill the you children know. <laughs> yeah. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty good. It was a fun little horror book. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I described them all very well. <laughs> I mean, I thought so. I got. I mean, maybe not your your boot. I don't really know what that one's about, but like, I'm not going to yeah. read it because it's a boot. So I think yeah. that's fine. It's it's just like great. friends in a secluded mountaintop resort i've already said that but and then somebody ends up dying and then they're like trying to figure out who killed you know the person and you know i mean you did say it's a slow predictable mystery so that's really all i need to know so yeah yeah boot boot not not every boot needs a a 10 minute rant about why you hate it and everybody else loves it yeah exactly (laughs) who would do that I loved it though. Do you want me to ask you some book related questions? Please do ask me questions. Okay. Do you have any auto buy authors? I do, yes. So I I have auto buy and auto read, if that makes sense. So, Mm -hmm. like, not, I don't buy books as often as I used to, um, only if I can get them signed or personalized um Mm -hmm. just because of money and space and uh, i mostly you know listen to audiobooks now and uh, or if i really love the book but obviously tj clune is (laughs) is one of them (laughs) and i have a feeling that that will probably be one of yours too uh but uh sean david hutchinson is another one i've read all of his books um and then Karen Slaughter, <laughs> uh, Megan Golden, and Neil Gaiman. So those are some of my... Oh, and I, I will say Derek Millman, even though he hasn't come out with a book uh, recently. but It's been a minute, right? It has been a minute, but okay. it's coming in 2024. And I'm, it's like dark academia and like secret society. Ooh. Like, I'm very excited for it. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you? I do not because I don't buy books. What about auto read? I do have auto reads. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> like who's an um, author that you like, would, you'll like read anything T- they come out T. with. TJ Clune and Megan Golden are both auto reads, I think. Um, Adiba Jagirdar, I've talked about her a bunch on this podcast, I think. Um, so yeah, I will I will read pretty much anything they come out with. But yeah, I don't I don't buy books. Yeah, I should have put I mean auto read because uh, I don't really buy books uh, as often either. Yeah, so. I uh, just have a really cool friend who gets books signed and then sends them to me. I do my best <laughs> whenever I can. Yay. And those are the books that are proudly displayed on my teeny tiny bookshelf. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like I said, it it's just I, I auto read is where yeah. I sit is like an author comes out with a book, I'm automatically gonna read what they what they write. Um so Yeah, I think there's Linus. certain authors that I will search every so often on Goodreads to see if they have anything in the works and whatnot. I have a page on my spreadsheet that has a handful of those authors that, 
you know, once a quarter or whatever, I'll go on Goodreads and search to see if they have anything brewing. Mm -hmm. Well, be on, be on the lookout. 2024, I think March, but I might be wrong, um, for Derek Millman's new book. Okay. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. And his, his, uh, partner, um, Brian, he, I think he just got, uh, an agent, uh, for his book. And so we may have like another book to like, maybe try and read. Yay. I think that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, what is the title of the book that has been on your TBR the longest? The Raven Boys by Maggie Stiefvater or Stiefvater. It's S-T-I-E-F-V-A-T-E-R. Stiefvater, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's a first book in a series. It's a YA, like, kind of supernatural paranormal series about these boys with powers. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's been on my list since 2017. <laughs> Oh. I have yet to read it. <laughs> I even met the author and I got <laughs> and I still haven't read it. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. It'll so, happen yeah. when it's supposed to. Exactly. Exactly. What about you? Um mine is Afraid of the Light by Alex North. That is okay. one that you told me about. Um and I just haven't read it. I don't think the library has it. Libby doesn't have it. And I just, like I said, I don't buy books. So, yeah. Well, shoot. <laughs> It'll happen sometime. It'll happen sometime. <laughs> yeah. What was uh, Alec North? Uh, what book was that? Um, the Whisper Man. Yes. Yeah. I've read right? that one. And then, yeah. yep. And then yeah, I okay. read the sequel to that, or not the sequel, but was it a yeah. sequel? It wasn't, but it mentioned the same universe That's as. Right. Yeah. 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 I read both those. I think Afraid of the Light, I think, I don't know that it's by Alex North or if he just does the forward. I think, isn't that like a compilation of a bunch of different authors talking about. It is. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Or something. So, like, kind of a really heavy topic. See, afraid of the light. Am see. I right on that? <laughs> I mean, it's only been like what a decade since you told me about it. No, yeah. half a decade. <laughs> it is, yeah. So it's, um, it's, yeah. So it's a book. It, oh my goodness, <laughs> it's a book of short stories, uh, and it has a foreword by Alex North, uh, and I think he may have wrote one of the short stories, but it's a bunch of different authors, contributors. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I forget things. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. <laughs> I've never forgotten a book ever in my life, so ever. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have any furry reading buddies? I do. I do. I don't know why I had to put Pets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know your 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 uh, bear, you know, gay bear that you know is your furry <laughs> reading. <laughs> I love that's that that's where your brain went because my brain went to like a stuffed animal. 
This is my teddy bear. He reads with mm. me. Stuck your thumb while you read. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I I do. Um. I so I I do have a cat uh, named Meryl Meryl Streep. Um. She's actually sitting over here on the the couch. Uh. But she she kind of keeps to herself. So my reading buddies are going to be Jarvis. He is my little buddy. Uh, he's a Papillon Doxa mix. And uh, then Friday is my other one, and she's a Greyhound. Yay. What about you? I have my two little angels. <laughs> my Harvey and my Libby. Yes. They're both rescue mutts, small dogs, and they're always on top of me. And... I lots of times use Libby as a book stand. And actually, when I when I first got Libby, the only way she would go to sleep at night was if I read out loud to her. So she is she is definitely a book buddy. Yes. And I love it because she's, you know, Libby. So like Libby. Uh -huh. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So the fact that she had you had to read to her whenever you first got her is just like. <laughs> it's just awesome. Yeah. Uh, I get to see Libby soon. So Yay. I know. Um I'm gonna be visiting KP uh soon, so I'm very excited about that. Yeah. We're gonna woo, have woo. so much fun. Exactly. We're gonna take over the town. <laughs> Party all night. No. <laughs> If by all night you mean ending at seven at the latest, then I am so in. Yeah, totally, me too. I'm, yeah. I'm all for ending it at seven p.m. Like I am ready to party from six thirty p.m. to seven p.m. I'm ready. <laughs> I get to see you for thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hi. Bye. <laughs> You know what we should have done? We should have timed it perfectly for us to like record an episode or something like that with each other in person. Oh, next time. Oh, yeah, next time. I didn't next even think time. of it. <laughs> I don't I don't know if our uh, if our fans can handle that. <laughs> I know. I think it's just too much awesomeness in one space. Yeah, next time we'll rent out a huge theater and have a live audience while we that record awesome. an episode. <laughs> yes, that would be that would be freaking awesome because lots of podcasters do that now. People will be waiting in line. I know, I know. We're gonna you know, sold out stadium type of thing. Yeah, Beyonce, who Taylor Swift, who <laughs> <laughs> it's unsolicited book reviews all the way. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> okay everybody we hope that you all enjoyed today's episode uh visit the link in our bio if you would like to purchase any of the books mentioned in today's podcast uh make sure that you like share and follow you can follow unsolicited book reviews on instagram at ubr podcast you can follow me on instagram at scott underscore the librarian or you can follow kp on instagram at ninja purtle 80 i hope that everybody has a wonderful week and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.